0: But those aren't quite right.
1: It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.
2: A sparkling conspiracy. I'm Jason Horton.
1: I'm Rebecca Lieb.
2: And this is Ghost Town.
3: This episode is thanks to my dear friend Erin Leaf, and as we are recording this, it is her birthday. Appropriate because today we're talking about a staple of birthday celebrations, glitter. The biggest manufacturer of glitter is called Glitterex, and surprisingly, their business is very private, mysterious, and highly guarded. It's so weirdly secretive, the New York Times once described the industry as, quote, having a CIA level of obfuscation. Glitterex is also notoriously secretive about their biggest client, a client that doesn't want us to know why they use glitter in the first place. Why? How? What? Let's get into it. Today we're talking about the Glitterex mystery, a true glitter conspiracy. The history of glitter dates back to 1934, on a Bernardsville cattle farm in New Jersey, where farmer Harry Rushman invented a machine to cut metal into teeny, tiny pieces, creating modern glitter. This was a big advancement, as glitter was previously, and probably painfully, made out of glass. A December 1942 article in the New York Times advised New York City residents that pictures of evergreen boughs placed in their windows for the winter holidays would offer, quote, additional scintillation if, quote, sprinkled with dime store glitter or mica. The pitchers were to replace Christmas candles, which for wartime efforts were banned after sunset. The glitter of today is technically, quote, and I'm going to get this wrong, aluminum-metallized polyethylene terephthalate. It takes 1,000 years to biodegrade, which makes it a pretty mean, environmentally unfriendly microplastic. New Jersey is, by all accounts, the global leader in glitter production. There are two main manufacturers, Meadowbrook Industries, still on the original Bernardsville cattle farm, and Glitterex, based out of Crawford, New Jersey. Both companies do not like doing any press or any interviews whatsoever. We're going to focus on the biggest manufacturer, Glitterex. Glitterex was founded in 1963. Mumbai born scientist and engineer Babu Shetty joined the company as president and CEO in 1999, though he had been working to develop some of its glitter products since the 1970s. He jokes that he fell into the plastic business because it was recommended to Dustin Hoffman's character in The Graduate. Shetty says that they can't discuss their sales numbers and that people have no idea of the scientific knowledge required to produce glitter. That Glitterex's glitter-making technology is some of the most advanced technology in the world. It is impossible to see glitter being made, it is not allowed to hear glitter being made, and press can't even be in the same wing of the building as the room in which glitter was being made under any circumstances. Furthermore, Glitterex's many clients are not permitted to see their glitter being made, and their identities were sworn to secrecy. Though apparently, Revlon came forward and said that they, in fact, use glitter in their products. So what did Shetty reveal? Well, the most popular glitter color by far is silver. To remove glitter, he says, use soap and water or fabric softener sheets, quote, to combat the plastic static cling. Great. Thank you. But the most puzzling thing about this tight-lipped work culture is that we have no idea who Glitterex's biggest client is. When journalist Edith Zimmerman asked a Glitterex representative what industry served their biggest market, her answer was instant. No, I absolutely know that I can't. Zimmerman responds, but you know what it is? Yes, yes, they do. She goes on to say, "Quote, and you would never guess it. Let's just leave it at that." Zimmerman doesn't leave it at that. She asks why Glitterex can't say who it is. The rep responds, quote, because they don't want anyone to know that it's glitter. The conversation goes on. If I looked at it, I wouldn't know it was glitter? No, not really. Would I be able to see the glitter? Oh, you'd be able to see something, but it's, yeah, I can't. That's all she says. Let's take a break.
1: That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today.
3: So who is this client? And as you've probably realized from life or listening to the first half of this podcast, glitter is everywhere. In NFL helmets, credit cards, even animal feed. Yes, researchers sometimes feed glitter to animals to track them via sparkly feces. Plywood manufacturers insert hidden layers of colored glitter in their products to prevent counterfeiting. Because glitter is difficult to remove completely from an area it's been introduced to, and because individual varieties can be distinguished under a microscope, it can serve as useful crime scene evidence. Years ago, the FBI contacted Glitterex to catalog samples of its products. The average American, said Shetty, sees glitter every day. Most of it is hexagonal, which is a cool piece of trivia, I guess. But again, again, let's focus up. Who is this big, anonymous client of Glitarex? Of course, I scoured the internet, and there are lots of theories. Initially, my head went to weapons or bombs. Others thought diamonds, concrete, or airplanes. Then there's toothpaste. Earlier in the decade, online reviewers attested that Crest brand 3D White Vivid toothpaste contained small plastic particles that were getting logged into brushers' teeth and gums. Megan Culhane Galbreath on Twitter says, quote, I think it's Ford or one of the car companies. You need a lot of metallic paint to cover all those manly built tough trucks. Crack.com has lots of theories. They think that maybe glitter is being used to replace sand. As our earth's sand is slowly running out, it's possible that glitter could be integrated into sand manufacturing. Sand, after all, can be made from concrete and manufactured into fine rock particles. Some types of glitter may help give it a little natural sparkle. Then there's the dollar bill theory. If you look at a dollar, there are small streaks of shiny parts, seem glitter-like. This could be a way to distinguish real dollar bills from counterfeits. It's a pretty good theory, which would warrant staunch secrecy. Okay, here's my theory. I think... And I was saying this earlier that maybe glitter is used in the back of like salmon, where there's the uh, the scales. They already put dye into salmon itself to maintain its kind of reddish color. So why wouldn't they put glitter into the back, the scales, to make the fish look even fresher? What do you think?
2: I was just looking on Reddit to see what <laughs> some people were saying. Yeah, Kesha is my kind of in in what kind of informal answer. A Kesha mm-hmm. music video.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No one would expect that.
2: But a a lot of people seem to lean towards, like you said, like military Mm -hmm. things exploding in its most individual form. Mm -hmm. Seems like pretty dangerous, right? A little piece of hard hexagonal plastic. Like
3: never, ever, ever decomposes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I think people seem to kind of lean towards military, I'm I'm seeing on here. Mm -hmm. Um, But Kesha has said nothing.